Internet outrage is poisoning the way we communicate. Everyone's angry, everyone's canceled, and no one's allowed to think for themselves. So we're here to fix that. Welcome to Subtweet This. This, this. What's going on, everyone? My name is Gothics. Welcome back to another conversation on Subtweet This. Uh, I am one of your hosts, and we have our lovely crew here who is still waking up. Let's start with Della. Della. Why are you going to start with me? I don't want to start. I'm here. Bye. Okay. Move this person. <laughs> okay. Please and go. hello, Saul. How are Saul looks very, <laughs> you look very upbeat today. A little bit more than usual, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. And then, of course, we have our returning guest, Mikel Casanova. What's going on, Mikel? Hey, I'm living. I'm out here in Hawaii <laughs> doing what I do. How y'all doing? Uh, you know what? I, I'm doing okay as much as I, I, I can, I guess. I'm still, to be honest, I'm still waking up. It was my birthday yesterday. I went over to a friend's house. Oh, and, and he. Why you let niggas know? What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> what, what, for what? You're in New York. What are you going to do? <laughs> I can at least say happy birthday, you fucking asshole. But wow. okay, no. I don't, I don't well. like promoting my birthday because then it's weird. Just, I don't know, it's just weird. Anybody else fucking does it? Fuck it. You know what? Yeah. You know, you know what? You know what it is? Is because then I get hit up by people that message me once a year just to say yeah. happy birthday, yeah. and I'm just I like, you don't too. fucking talk to me anyway. I got like the people. I'm just like, I don't like you. Like, don't. That only happens up. on like the holidays for me. Is like this. I that's like the one of my biggest pet peeves. Like, yeah. Do that fucking message me on the 24th of of November or the 25th of December or the 1st of January with Happy Thanksgiving, Happy Merry Christmas and Happy New Year because I'm going to go, who the fuck are you? And do not yeah. text me again. I get surprised. I'm like, you have my number? <laughs> like, who is this? <laughs> I was like, you have, if I get a text and it's just like, I don't know the number, I'm like, oh. Yeah, like Happy yeah. New Year. I'm like, <laughs> like I don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah, at least you don't have like, so like for me, my birthday was a couple of days ago. My brother, my oldest brother, every year for the last 10 to 11 years he'll like message me on uh linkedin happy birthday bro. i, I would have <laughs> called LinkedIn? him but yeah he'd be like i would have called you but guess what uh you changed your number again i'm like i've had the same number for like 15 years what are you talking about every year and i i, I was scrolling through i say wait i gave him my year uh, my, my number last year the year before that right <laughs> it's like he, he yeah, yeah. That is so, so weird. LinkedIn, quite, uh, like, quite professional. <laughs> he endorses a skill while he's on there. So, so, so yeah. you got those folks that like never talk to you ever, but that's one day yeah. a year. Yes. They're, they're like, happy birthday. How's everything going with you? You see like, me on social media. Like, really? Like, <laughs> I'm a very, if, if, if anybody watching this and listening to this don't know, I'm a very, uh, what's that word? Petty um, person. I hold oh, on to things. So if <laughs> you like, if you don't speak to me out of 365 days a year, but on the 364th, you decide to speak to me, I'm going to go tell you to go fuck yourself. Because one, you're not really my boy or girl or friend or whatever. Like, that shit doesn't rock. Like, I'm the type of person who needs friendships that's like, hey, what's going on? Like, I hit up Saul and Vanessa like, what y'all motherfuckers doing? I hate you guys. And that's it. I keep <laughs> it moving. I keep it moving. But it's still the outreach. It's not, it's not like once in a year I go, hey, what's up? Yeah. Like yeah. that shit, that you shit. Put effort me off. every other day out of the year. 
which yes. I appreciate, even though you're you're a butthole sometimes, but you 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 put forth the effort. Okay, yeah, yeah you'll always sick. be our favorite prolapse butthole. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what am I, prolapse butthole? You know what? That's what, is. what are we? What is what is what's going on? What has everybody weeping? I mean, nothing at much. I feel like it's a sin. Like, I feel like every week when we do this and then I have to come up with a new uh, something, like, I'm just like, okay, what can I make up? Because it's really the same shit. It's fucking Twilight Zone. It's, it's a Twilight Zone. <laughs> it's the same shit all day, every day. Just, I just wait for what happens next week. I'm like, what's going to happen next week? <laughs> but you know what? Let's start with this. Mikhail, we had you on a few months ago. We weren't doing video back then. So what has been going on with you since the last time we spoke? Any Any crazy changes in your life? your career tell us has it been that long it's been a while yeah actually jeez this year this year has been flying by uh okay uh new things has been going on well uh my wife and i are expecting in march <gasps> yeah, wait oh. what day wait wait he's uh, expecting what <laughs> what do you mean what yeah. oh, slap him um uh, march march 22nd that's Dude, my birthday is March 21st. Nice. nice. <laughs> That's right. So, so that, Congrats. That was my, uh, we, we found that out earlier uh, this, this this past week. So that was that. So that was my birthday gift. I was like, oh, okay. What you getting me? Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so uh, just that, um, finally getting like paid promotional stuff. Good. Okay. Nice. Say, like, oh, slap this on your videos and your podcast, and we'll give you a couple hundred dollars. Bet I'm all over it. Yes, buy Very this good. product. Yes, this Rockstar. Yes, you need this. Oh, Are you oh. sponsored by Rockstar? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. No, that's that's just about it. Um, I've been doing editing for um. Uh, I do uh, editing for my my friend's uh, podcast. So Chris Van Vliet, I do a lot of editing for him. And other than that, you know, that's that's it. Just ready for this next generation of consoles to come out because yeah, that's gonna be the the new hotness. Even though I want that new graphics card because I'm kind of a PC elitist, but a lot of people don't know that. I just do the console thing. Good, good luck getting it. Good luck. Yeah, I'm not getting that thirty ninety no time. Well, I guess. Put like this. All I have to say is this: All you sheeple have been giving me money because you know why? Because all the shit that you guys rush and buy, I have stocks in. And this week, I was killing it. Remember? What? Remember a couple? Okay, so remember a couple episodes ago, or maybe even talk about an episode. I was like, I bought shares in GameStop, uh -huh. and you two were like, "Ew, why? Like, it's it's failing." <laughs> Guess what? I don't remember that at all. I'm looking at that right now. <laughs> you, I, I do remember <laughs> that. I remember. Like, why would you buy shares at GameStop? They're failing. Listen, I made over five hundred dollars in a in an option for GameStop because the fucking thing just kicked off. I bought GameStop and it was like dirt cheap. It was like two dollars and four dollars a share. It's up to it's a, the right now. It's up to ten dollars a share, and it's gonna keep going up. I that know. I'm up. looking at GameStop. This shit looks down as fuck to me. But what is it at now? What is it at right now? This shit is eleven seventy five. It started at four dollars, Vanessa. Okay, you want to see some growth? Hold on, let me show you this. Not, now it's, I just have wait. to listen. Look, <laughs> yeah, I, it's a dick it's measuring contest. Hold oh on a second. God. Hold on so, a second. Look at this. I'm, what's that? That's Peloton. I bought it 
I bought a share, about four shares, twenty dollars, one hundred and twenty-three bucks. Yo, that's growth. So keep buying. I love when you guys want to buy shit around the holidays because you know why? I make money. I'm that guy that sits there and goes, hmm. Basically, watch the market. The Scrooge at home, just making. I'm sitting there and go, ha 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 ha. Like, go ahead yes. and buy. Yes, yes. Yeah, one Is it wrong for me? I'm just doing what the white man been doing for years. Fucking <laughs> oh us. God. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, I, fuck, how do we segue out of the white man? This is too, okay. You can't. We can't. No, no, you can't because Bill Blur. Anybody know who the comedian Bill, Bill Burr is? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, funny guy, funny guy. I watch all his stands up, stand up since SNL I was like a little monologue, kid. Yeah. And he did an SNL monologue and all of the white liberals are losing their mind. He pretty much said how white women have, uh, taken over the meat, the, not the me too, the, um, the woke culture. They kind of like movement. jumped in front of the line and saying, I'm oppressed, I'm oppressed, look at me, I'm oppressed. And he's just like, as a white man, all you white women sat next to us benefiting in our, our uh, masculinity and our toxicness. And now I was saying like, oh, I'm oppressed. Like you just, you just reap the benefits and now you're crying about it. Like, yeah. They took away something that black people started, which is kind of true. If you look at the movements, who's been taking over? Sorry to say, a lot of white people just kind of snuck in. It was, I was like, about to say, it's just white people in general. I don't know yeah, about specifically white, white women. But. Yeah, but they kind of hijacked it really quick. It was just like, oh, it's us now. It's like, yeah, yeah, we're oppressed too. Like, no, you're not. Yeah. So now all of woke white Twitter is going crazy. So speaking about wokeness and oppression and everything. So again, since the last time we spoke to Mikel, I don't think BLM, the movement started around that. I think that was like after the fact, after our conversation. So how have you been dealing with all of the craziness happening on, cause you're also a content creator and me personally as a black content creator, I've had a little bit of friction because of how progressive the Twitch platform is and streamer culture. I see you smiling. So like, how have you been coping lately? Um, I actually have been muting. I, I, I've muted on Twitter. I've muted Black Lives Matter, BLM, uh, white supremacy, all those terms because it, it it became too much. Yeah. Like every time I went on Twitter, it was nothing but negativity. People yeah. were just outraged over everything and fighting anything to be outraged about. And I don't know. It, it's it's funny because every it, it seems like every election year this pops up, and a lot of people are like, "Oh man, this this is this is new." And I'm like, "No, go back to the last election. BLM showed up. Go back to uh, during the time of Obama." <laughs> They didn't have the official name until what 2015, but there were similar things going on there. So it's it's always around election year that something like this happens. And for me, like seeing people, I mean, I've gotten flack for some things I've said that were kind of you know I, I keep it a buck fifty. Like when the whole George Floyd thing popped up, I saw a lot of uh, black content creators that were talking about how they want to, you know, they, how they feel so scared for themselves and this, this and that. And then they, they blew up, they blew up on Twitch. They blew up on uh, Twitter. They got verified. A lot of folks. Uh, I've noticed that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I think we all know who he's talking about. I know we there, were, there were multiple, I mean, multiple people. people. There's multiple, multiple there's people. Mm, but there's one that kind of benefited. Half the most, of but. my half of my block list are people that recently got partnered, like black streamer Twitter got partnered. But like 
I didn't think about it from that perspective. Like, I, I know that a lot of people were kind of riding the momentum of Black Lives Matter, especially when it first started. From a social justice standpoint, like getting the word out there, hashtag this, but I didn't quite see people do what you said, where it's like they kind of make themselves believe that they, I am so oppressed. I feel, I feel like I'm in danger. My life is in, you know what I mean? Like, like they're like bringing themselves down a few notches in order to get notoriety, which is weird. Well, you play the victim. People don't care. Like, you know, yeah. You, just think of it. I'm a black content creator. A black man died. I am scared. Help me, mommy. I'm scared. And all those people who are like white are going to sit there and go, oh, you know what? Let's help this black person like you know with we feel guilty it's it's white guilt you i know if you guys have you guys heard that thrown around the white guilt so it's like give him give her all this notoriety because like you know what they're endangered the black man and the black woman is endangered species save them you know what's really interesting though about this is the um is the the psyche i guess of people from the outside perspective when they see a black content creator who is uh victimizing themselves and oh i feel oppressed i feel scared help me blah 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 it's like they look at them as like they they put them on this weird pedestal like if i look for a leader i look for someone that's strong and someone that's going to say okay this is going to get better i think uh i think at this point though i mean i don't know about any of you even though if not being involved in twitch and twitter like that doesn't it it, things just seem just a bit more exhausting now like whenever you hear anything like i'm not going to lie just hearing about race in general and when you guys talk about all these people being partnered in kind of riding that clout it's just to me like even like let's just say being in that position i i would feel like i would feel shitty about myself at least it's just like oh i didn't i didn't get this because you know i deserved it i kind of just i just ride something out till i can get it oh shit so and so's doing it i'm gonna ride this train real quick so i can get to where they are and it's not because of like you know your personality or your skill or you know your actual community and what you bring to the platform. You just kind of wanted to write that out because of you being black. And I feel just really offended if I were to earn anything for something I didn't have control over. Like you can't control yeah. that you're black. Do you think an offer more than that? Because that was around before you and it's going to be around after you. So seeing what's going on now, it's like people that are proud of that. I mean, good for you, but I guess that's all you can offer because the platform thought that that's all you can offer as well. So that's why they partnered you first place or verified you so on top of that to, to add to what you're saying because i i fully agree with you i you know aside from seeing people get the blue check mark on twitter partnered on twitch or getting a, sub, a substantial growth on whatever platform now youtube whatever it, it was funny seeing how people they grew from that and then as soon as they got what they needed or wanted they, they moved on they stopped using the hashtag they stopped talking about how oppressed they are which is funny to me several people are very are in very prominent positions where they are whatever company or group or whatever they're in but all of a sudden they're oppressed and i'm like okay interesting and the thing i got a lot of shit from from people was because i said that i see a lot of black creators they're saying that they want to help other black creators get put on and and uh you know be spotlighted because you know all the companies had to put out their whole they want to spotlight and uplift black voices which they lasted for like a week before they got over that so what i saw was they would put on their friends or platform their friends 
but anyone else they ignored. So the comment I had that pissed off a lot of a lot of folks, uh, especially the gaming industry that we're you know streaming and all that. Uh, I said, if you're gonna have that energy, you keep that shit across the board. Mm-hmm. Keep it across the board. Don't pretend to want to help black creators when in reality you only want to help your friends. You you saw an opportunity, you hopped on it, you blew up from it. You gained a lot of money. I saw a lot of people gain a lot of money. Yeah. Oh yeah. From it. But then you you you're playing a role. And the thing is, a lot of us can see through that bullshit. So it's like I, I got flack from a lot of creators. Um, a lot of people in the gaming industry. And since I got all that flack, I just got quiet because I'm like, okay, it's either you tell the line or they bury you. That's just kind of irritating to me as somebody who just like, if you can't keep that energy 100%, then don't fucking say a word. Yeah. Like, shut yeah. the fuck up. Like, and I, I agree with you. A lot of people were, or what was me? Black Lives Matter. As soon as they blow up, it was just like, yep, that's it. Yeah. I did my goal. I'm done. I reached my goal of getting partnered, sponsored, all this shit. Everybody's riding the, riding the hype train. And instead of, you know, helping Others who really do need it out, they kind of just help their boys out. It was kind of like, you know, I'm going to push my fame onto other people. And, you know, you see it in streaming all the time. Everybody's just looking out for their friends. They preach about want to help others grow, but they really don't. And with this movement, I really hate that how the, like, a, a man's death was something for you to grow. You use someone's death mm-hmm. for you to grow. And that's disgusting. A man died. A man died. We can all agree it was hard, but he should not have lost his life. But for then, for us in the streaming world, a world that's pretty much, we sit around, play games and curse and have fun with our friends, to sit there and then benefit off of that and say like, oh, woe is me, that's fucking hard. You're, you're, you're disgusting in my eyes. You're disgusting. It's just weird to say like oppressed and like a digital platform, at least to me. It's like, so You don't weird. know how it works to be up here and everything. It's just like... That we we are not talking about the same oppression. <laughs> like uh, it's like it's just yeah. I don't know what type of and like I said I'll always say it. we're we're in such society now where at least like you know black and brown people of our age probably amongst one of the most privileged you know generations ever for like our people. So it's just like you don't know what that type of oppression feels like. You're you're faking it. You're faking whatever oppression you think that you're feeling. But yeah, what are you gonna say? No, I, I was just going to say, like, I, I always compare, you know, the the success that, at least in the streaming content creation world, the instant, I guess, success that people got because of the BLM movement. It, I, I, I always attribute it, like, I, I compare it to affirmative action. Uh, I, I, I compare it to that. And I, I think, especially on the digital realm, like, everybody's on an even playing field. I literally built my stream from nothing. I had you know, hand me down equipment. I was on my phone for a double monitor for a while. Like I literally didn't know what the fuck I was doing as a streamer. I grew my stream myself with hard work, with research, with, you know what I mean? Like I didn't ask for a single fucking handout. And I know that people will look at this and say, oh, look at them hating. And it's not, it's not hating. People get that confused with concern. I am concerned for people that don't push themselves and expect things to be handed to them. Like if I can do it, why can't any other person that decides to open up a Twitch account do it themselves? I don't, I don't think there's any excuse for that. There's a thousand excuses. Oh, well, yeah. I I mean, yeah, a thousand excuses for them that they can justify in their head, but it's not, it's, it doesn't do anything because you're not teaching them how to actually grow their channel. You're not teaching them how to market themselves, how to build themselves up as a content creator. You're just saying, Hey, you're black. Good luck. And then that's it. That's the end of the conversation. (laughs) 
have you have you guys noticed how the, this whole oppression talks? Right, people talk about how oppressed they are, how racist this country is. I'm from a third world country. You guys know this, so I I have seen in Samoa how you know how oppressive it can be. What it's like to live in a third world country, and when I see people make those claims about the United States, now I'm not saying it's perfect, but how oppressed can these people be when they get opportunities thrown at them left and right? We have an, we have affirmative action and equal opportunity acts, which get guarantee you have opportunities. You're so oppressed as you sit at Starbucks on your iPhone and dr- drink your your soy latte because a lot of them are drinking soy. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just you know if that's oppression that gives you a lot of money and and opportunities. Give me some of that oppression. I'll take some of that. Just a little off the top. I'm just saying. I don't think I want any of it. But he's he. You're not wrong. You're not wrong at all because the same people say they're oppressed. I don't have rights. It's like, well, you're you're privileged enough that you have the Wi-Fi. You have the fancy phone. You're not oppressed because you're literally able to talk shit about the government and no one's kicking in your door. (laughs) Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Only in America you could do this shit, and maybe some parts of London. But <laughs> you go everywhere else, you talk shit about the government, they go, got your ass. And they kick in your door, they take you away, they probably kill your family. But we're sitting here going, I'm oppressed because I didn't get the job I wanted. And blah, 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 blah. I'm oppressed because I'm not a Twitch partner. I'm oppressed. I'm a, like, no, you're not. You have rights. You have a lot of rights. What rights do you not have? Please tell yeah. me. Start. Go. Oh, I don't have the same rights as a a white man. What rights? Start. There are terrible places around the world where people are legitimately oppressed. Okay. War-torn countries. And you're complaining about someone fucking up your latte. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're you're complaining about (laughs) dumb shit. and, 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 And people just don't, just don't get it. And it scares me because these people vote. These same people yeah. have the ability to vote. That's terrifying. That's a privilege. Listen, you have a privilege as an American to complain about dumb shit. Yes. You know what's the irony too? I feel like a lot of these people that do these comparisons and complain are people who probably never like left the U.S., which is like very yeah. odd to say. Too. No, they it's left the like, U.S. for vacation. That's well, the, people think that they're out of the country by going to Florida. Yeah, that's no, I've traveled. <laughs> I've traveled out of here. I went to a tropical location. <laughs> it was just like I've been there. Five stars. So it's just like it's it's true though, and it's just it's it's very odd, and it's just such a odd way to to look at things too. I feel like you know, even though I have to I have to admit I have the same problem, but it's not to the scale of other people. It's just really like living in and out in the now and to acknowledge what we have now how far we've come and then you have people that is just like that always like to go back when they talk about like you know any type of racism and everything like i'll talk to someone or like a family member and it's just like you know i don't agree with you know what yale was doing with you know making it easier for black and brown people to get in and then making it harder for asian and white people to get in school and it's just like well what do you do what do you do with 400 years of oppression i'm like okay if you if you want to use that keep going back what do we do in order to not need that anymore cuz like apparently we always need help right it's you know affirmative action we always need help so when do we get to a point where we don't need that anymore 
Never. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, I don't know. What do you do with 400 years? It's like, if I hear that one more damn time, <laughs> it's just like, what, so what do we do? Where do we go from now? Because we keep going back. So what do we go from now? Like here on now. It's like, do we need it for a decade more? Do we need it for 400 more years? So I, I don't get it. Like, what's going on? Why do, why do we keep talking about this shit? You have these like little 17-year-olds talking about slavery and Jim Crow and all that, and none of them have known anything. We don't even know about what it was like to live in that era. So- my my ancestors though it's uh, <laughs> so annoying but to answer your question i don't think that there's ever going to be a point where we don't need those things because people are unsatisfied and when they bring up the whole 400 years of oppression thing it's like you weren't there you didn't experience it so how is it that certain black people for some reason the 400 years of oppression didn't affect them i was thinking about this the other day i was watching that movie uh by jordan peele uh annabelle his new movie yeah. yeah, Annabella. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see yeah. it. So I was watching the movie and I was just like, Kanye West was right. There's always a fucking slave movie. Every other year we got a slave <laughs> movie. I'm tired of shit. I'm tired of slave movies. I'm so, I'm so fucking sick and tired. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. Show coming out. Every year we have something with slavery. Yes. It's like we want to be reminded of how fucked up it was. Yes, we know it was fucked up, but every... Why? I think the only dope slave movies I enjoyed was Django Unchained because he was a slave going around shooting people. I love that movie. And... And fucking 12 years of slave because yeah. it showed how fucked up it yeah. was. Like the guy was free and he got fucked over by guess who? The white people who thought it was his friends. Mm-hmm. If that ain't wake your stupid ass up, how it'd be the white people that be like, yeah, man, we with you. Bam, your ass is back in slavery. Yeah. Because that's what happened to 12 years of slave. It was his own people who his people he thought was his friends got him drunk and put him to slavery. And it took the white savior fucking, who is it? Who was in there? Brad Pitt. Oh, like, yeah. That was mad random. But- Every year we have a new slave movie. Why? Can black black creators, black directors, why do we always need a new slave movie? I don't like it. I it's it's corny. I know what slavery is. Last year we had Harry the Harry Tugman movie and what else? Some and is it what else? Harry Tugman, there was another one. There was like two in there's one year. A, there's a new slave show coming out. I mean I saw a preview of why? it. Like Ethan Hawks in it. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. <laughs> it's a new like it's a new show based but, around slavery. But Kanye well. West was right. As much <clears throat> as you want to say how crazy that man is, he was right. Like, we love to be oppressed. We love this shit. Why is it every year a new slave movie? You don't see Jewish people coming out with a new Moses movie every fucking year? No, they're like, yeah. it is what it is. We moved on. Yeah. We, we're, yeah, we're done. We're done. We listen. You guys stay over there. We're gonna have our little community. You don't see a Fidel Castro movie every fucking year. Like <laughs> yeah. you don't see that shit. But for some reason, we have to make a new slave movie to remind people constantly. Like, no, we don't need to remind people. People know the, the thing that kind of gets me too is these people that talk about four hundred years of slavery. When when that conversation gets thrown at me, and I'm like, okay, cool. So what are you? What are your thoughts on uh, slavery is going on? In other countries, what are your thoughts on the slavery that's going on with, you know, people in Africa that are enslaved to, you know, Muslims that's still going on to this day? Like, we don't I'm talk like, about what? that. Yeah. I'm like, you know, what are your thoughts on that? They're like, oh, uh, uh, what was it? That's not in America. But no, but you, you, you say black lives matter, but to who? Right. To so who? Most. And, and it, it, it's funny. When I say funny, I mean, like, interesting. Yeah. It, interesting. Yeah. So it's funny to me when I see white liberals like to, in essence, subjugate and tell us black and brown people what we're supposed to think, what we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to feel, which is interesting. Like this whole term that I'm coming to understand, because as you guys know, I'm also Dominican. This 
term of, I guess, progressive term of Latinx. I so who came up with this? <laughs> I still don't know much. Do you talk about it like once before? I, still I did. I, I Googled it. I still don't it. really know. Like, what is it? It is a term that is more uh, uh, inclusive for non-binary Latino Spanish people. Uh, you know, and I just thought the terms were Latina, Latino, or Spanish. Like, I would just say, like, if somebody asked me, what am I, what am I, oh, I'm half Spanish or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I did I never thought that a word needed to be created. Uh, but anyway, continue. <laughs> I'm trying to think, what? Okay, so we've also got... And um, I'm starting to hear it out here in Hawaii with, you know, we got a large Filipino community out here. So now it's uh, Philippine X. What they, the they, fuck? They're, they're coming up with this. And I'm Philippine over here thinking. X. Philippine X. Yeah. And I'm I'm over here like thinking. And this is my marketing inside of me. I'm like, what white person in the boardroom, executive boardroom came up with these terms? Like, hey, how, how can we get them to throw these terms out there? Because my issue with progressivism is... It gets corrupted somewhere along the line where it's not progressive anymore. It's regressive. Like all the stuff we have going on with um, BLM, for instance, it's pushing for segregation. And that concerns me because my parents come from that era where there was segregation and they're over here like, what the hell are y'all doing? They don't understand our, our generation. Hold on and, a second. Someone's at my door. Hold on. Oh, shit. Uh, and it's like, it's wild that, you know, in, in seeing how there's a strong push for segregation, there's a strong anti-white narrative going on, which is also pushed by progressive white people. And they're over here like, oh, white males, you know, straight cis and all these yeah. other terms that are, are, are just strange to me. I'm like, okay, so what happens when these same white folks that y'all are beating down get tired of this shit? Because it's like animals. You can only beat an animal so long before it lashes out. Right. And we're seeing how, case in point, with how Trump got elected last time, you had a silent majority. It's a very real thing. They're getting tired of it. And the way it seems like we're heading now with this, quote, this supposed civil war or the uh, electric boogaloo that they call it. When this happens, or if it happens, the same folks that are progressive, the same folks that want to abolish police, the same folks that want to... Get rid of everyone's guns. How are you going to go up against folks that got guns? <laughs> like, I'm just, it's just, there's so much I see. I just see and observe so much stupidity. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I don't think people quite <laughs> notice. Like, I, I don't know. I, the thing is, is that when you get any movement, especially, and I, and I really like, I, I understand this whole concept of fake news now and i and i'm so irritated with the media and, and how they basically like spoon feed all of this bullshit to people and they do it knowing that the majority of americans don't bother to research or question anything they just say it's on the tv so it must be true and mm -hmm. it, it's like i have seen this destroy people and it, it, going back to what you said about these labels and how it kind of creates more type of divisiveness or segregation it's like i think that ha I, I i do have to agree with you it's like the more you create labels to separate people the more people are going to feel like they can't talk or even associate with the other side just look at democrats versus republicans there's a label right there where people just like ah. no yeah. imagine when you have that with just like oh 
this is for your gender this is for your race this is because you identify as a fucking deer this is for the going back you know what i mean like it just keeps going 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 you're laughing because you know what i'm talking about (laughs) okay you know what i mean And, and it's going to create it's good. Listen, I don't care if you want to do whatever you want with your life, do whatever you want. I don't think labels are necessary because ultimately that's I feel like that is a contributing factor to how much people hate each other. Like, I don't want to I don't need a label. I'm me. I am Vanessa. That's it. I don't I don't need it. Uh, who was at your door, Della? OK, so I guess there's some people going around about the fucking voting thing. And I'm trying to tell the lady like, uh, the no, no, thank you. She's like, oh, don't you care about who you vote for? I was like, not, not really. So she's like, oh, oh, do you mind if I ask you what's your political stance? I'm like, I have none. I, I don't care. Go away. She's like, she's like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, I don't care. She was like, so you let him win again? I was like, I don't give a fuck who wins. Wow, really? That was really. <laughs> wow. It's like, oh, would you let him win again? It's like, I don't care who wins. I don't care. It doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. People like that, people that go door to door. I think that education on voting is good. You should know that you have options, but I don't think someone who's biased should be doing that. Like if you're going door to door just to get someone to vote for Biden, then just fucking wear a Biden shirt and stop trying to go incognito and pretend that you don't have an agenda. Hold up, hold up, hold up. What'd you get? I I got my voter thing right. Right here. Oh look, shit! Look. Oh shit! Don't no, show see? that's illegal. Don't yeah, show it. Jail. <laughs> You're gonna go to jail. <laughs> nah. Blah. Anyway, so let, let, I got I got some questions on here. All right. So, okay, Joseph Biden at the top. You got Trump at the bottom. Who the hell is? You mean Don? at the bottom, like? Oh uh, well, on this on this ballot here, is it got, alphabetical or some shit? Like, who you no. Pick? No, they just got Trump at the bottom and, and and Biden at the top. So I was asking this question, like. Who the hell is Don Blankenship? Who's Howie Hawkins? Who's Joe Joe Jorgensen? And who's Brock Pierce? Because you don't hear nothing about them. Joe Jorgensen is libertarian. Georgeson. Joe Jorgensen is a female libertarian. I had to say female because Della thought it was a guy last time. I did. So excuse me. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like if you were like someone who just consumes mainstream media, you wouldn't know who any of these people are and the way it's set up, which clearly, you know, legacy media, mainstream media, they want you to vote Biden. So my thing is he's at the top. So you're going to look at the top of that ballot, look down there and be like, I hate Trump. I don't know who the fuck that is in the middle. Check. But right. it's so wild. And the thing that what gets me is I see these people, especially in streaming, streaming world the video game world, content creating world, every fucking day, all they talk about is, can you believe Trump did this? Can you believe, you know, Pence had that fly on his head? And I'm over here like, I got other shit going on in my life. Why do I don't understand how people can be this obsessed? Because when Obama was in office, these same people didn't give a fuck. Right. They didn't care. It's like, so Trump's in office and he's doing this, this, and this. Now you care? And then you got people, especially in the game industry. And I, look, I'm quiet a lot on Twitter when it comes to politics because I, I, I used to, I used to, my show and things I used to do was part of Turning Point USA. So I know all of them. Brandon Tatum, Candace Owens, Amazing Lucas. I know all of them. I'm friends with most of them. It, it's interesting how 
there's this narrative. You better vote. If you follow me, you better vote for this person. Yeah. There's that, that's that subjugation mentality. You better do this. And, and it's funny when it comes from white liberals, you better vote for Biden. You better do this. And it's like, okay, so we live in a country where you're supposed to have freedom of speech, freedom of expression. But if I don't express the same thoughts and feelings you do, you will cancel me. Really? Okay. Okay. So their I logic it. makes sense. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's amazing. So like for me, I just say quiet. I say completely quiet. And it's, it's not because I agree with them. It's just because I don't want that target on my back. Like right. when I used to do political stuff and run around with TP, uh, Turning Point USA, I quickly saw how there's a negative recourse on that. And people who you'll think you're cool with will start talking shit about your back, behind your back, especially if you voice your uh, your political affiliation. And I'm seeing a lot of that now. Like there's some folks who just don't agree with what's going on now. Like if you say like you're not going to vote for Biden, you got a lot of people that are, they'll cut ties with you. Yeah. I'm like, I remember when Biden said, if you don't vote for him, you ain't black. I'm like, you the same dude to put the crime bill that's been mass incarcerating black folks. And you're telling me I need they, to vote for you? They, they don't talk about that. Like how he's a creepy old man. But he just sweeped out under the rug. We don't live in the past. But yet 400 years of slavery. We don't live in the past. It's, <laughs> it's so weird because like I see so many warning signs, you know, with and, and again, I always have to preface by saying like I considered myself Democrat before this year. Before BLM movement started this year, nothing would have changed. Um, but like it's so interesting to see how many people ignore red flags and just get stuck on better he's he's better than trump he's better than trump and it's like if 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 that's all it takes to win your vote like that that should be alarming to you like like it should be alarming that that's that's your valid reason that's your only reason it's 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 crazy but like i, w- I want to ask you about this now that we're on this topic did you hear about the amendment the tw- the 25th amendment? 25th amendment yeah what do you what are your thoughts on that because it's interesting to see how the 25th amendment is being presented to people who are voting for biden versus people who are voting for trump what are your thoughts? Okay, it's not Trump versus Biden. It's Trump versus Kamala. Yeah. So it's just interesting because the whole thing with the 25th Amendment, people think that that's going to be aimed at Trump. It's not. That's at Biden because yeah. he's clearly not mentally fit. So if he were to get in, and there's actually a strong part of me that thinks that he's probably going to win. If yeah. he gets, If he gets in... Then I assume within a couple months they're going to execute the 25th or he's going to step down or something. And then Kamala's going to take over. That's 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 what that's for. It's not going to put all our black asses in jail. Yeah. Yeah. And it's 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 just interesting because, again, going back to the red flags, when uh, Biden announced that that was going to be his running mate, a lot of people in my streaming community they even expressed how nervous they were by that decision they said like oh i was thinking about voting for biden but now that kamala's there i'm not entirely sure if i want to do this like she has done a lot of fucked up things for black society so i think that's why i wanted to ask because i noticed that it was being presented in a way that it makes it seem like this uh amendment was specific for trump but i do believe i agree with you that it's specific for harris so you might get your first Black female president, maybe black at some point. I don't know. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, I was actually going to, he, he already answered it right there. Cause for some reason, I mean, I don't really have anything to back it up. It's just a feeling with the way that things are going. I have mm-hmm. a feeling that Biden will win too. I don't necessarily have like data or anything to really support it. It's honestly just kind of, it's one of those feelings, not a good feeling either. So it's just like, what, what's yeah. like, what's your, like your take? Is it just the feeling with you? Or are you seeing trends that pull you, that persuade you to think that, that he's going to go like get the win? Um, it, It's, it's the combination of uh, the feeling and then project Veritas seeing how anyone who votes for Trump who may have previous, you know, in the last election, people that voted for him, how their ballots were like found, you know, thrown in and ravines and stuff like that, like thrown in trash. The whole thing is rigged. I know this is probably going to upset a lot of people for me to say this, but economically, before this pandemic, the U.S. is doing good. You may not like how Trump tweets or how he acts, and he's bra- he's not a politician, which is funny because a lot of people I know that hate Trump kept saying how tired they were of politicians in office. So you get someone who's not a politician, who's a businessman, runs the country like a business, gets us the best economic class that we, or economics uh, for the country we've had in a long time. Does the whole tax thing, which put more money in people's pockets. I don't give a fuck what no one says. When I was in corporate world, I saw my money was a lot more. I was getting on my checks. Um, it, it's, it's interesting how we criminalize or demonize uh, how well the country was doing. Then this pandemic hits, and then you've got this whole situation, which I'm not I'm not in any way saying that COVID's not real. I've actually just had a friend die two weeks ago from it. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those things where I'm seeing a lot being exposed. Project Veritas, which I've followed for several years now, and things that I've noticed in politics for the last 15 to 17 years, because that's, that's effectively how long I've followed politics. There's a lot that I'm seeing the Democrats have done to win elections. And granted, Democrats, Republicans, two sides of the same coin. But the, the thing I've always seen with Democrats is how they want to keep people oppressed, ignorant, and broke. It scares me how... That's being so strongly pushed, especially the race card now. And you have a lot of people that for all intents and purposes, I would say are very ignorant and not saying they're stupid. They're ignorant because things like Project Mockingbird that the FBI came up with. There are people that are just manipulated and programmed based off of constantly seeing CNN, Don Lemon, you know, Cuomo constantly tell them you're oppressed. Orange man bread. You need this. You need that. Blah, blah, blah. You need all these systems to support you because you can't do anything for yourself. We're going to raise taxes. We're going to do this. We're going to effectively, and this is speculation on my end, I feel like Democrats are trying to knock out the middle class because you've got the, you know, the 1%, then you've got middle class, you've got the, the poverty or lower income bracket. Now, what happens if you get rid of the, the taxes that they're trying to increase? Like Biden has openly stated he's going to increase taxes. Now, that effectively is going to not hurt people who are rich. That's effectively going to fuck over the middle class. Right. So you they, get, don't, you, they don't understand you, that. No, they don't. So you get rid of the middle class. You only got two classes. So right. effectively, we got another caste system that, hey, you're screwed. And Trump was trying to 
one of the few good things he's done was he's trying to preserve that middle class. But people don't see it because media is just they they're not journalists. They're activists. People, people, especially like in the stream industry should see that because a lot of those donations that's and donations and bits and subs again from is from people who are doing okay. They're like, oh shit, here's I got a little bit extra money in my check. Don't know where it came from, but they be give it to you or they can afford that. So if there's no middle class, where the mm-hmm. fuck you think you get your donations and bits from? Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to be hurting. Right. We're all going to be hurting. And I don't understand, like, when people hear my taxes are going to be raised, they go, oh, that's no problem. It's a fucking problem. You're smooth brain. You have a smooth brain. Because <laughs> you're not thinking logically. You're not thinking logically at all. Because when your taxes go up, you, you're not going to see much in your, your, your check. When you're like, wait a minute. Like, what happened? Where's all these extra stuff from? Oh, you guys said you wanted... You know, a better healthcare system. If Biden does win and taxes start going up, watch how quick a lot of you guys start finding ways to not pay taxes in full. Right. Watch how fast you guys become the next fucking big entrepreneur who's just like, wait, so if I do this, I cannot pay taxes? Hmm. So I guess what I'm just doing what America does for years. You're not going to complain about Trump not paying fucking taxes now, right? Because mm-hmm. you're going to be doing the same scheming <laughs> so because your coin is going to be affected. That's the thing. The minute people's pockets are affected, that's when they start scheming. That's when they fucking start getting educated. Don't wait until you're you're hurting. Start educating yourself now. I surrounded myself with people who know how the money system works. And guess what? They don't have the education. They didn't have the background in it or nothing. All these guys know is freaking sports and construction. They learned, they watched TV, did the research, and they're making money. They was like, yo, you should do this. You should try this. You should try this. I'm thinking they're like, I don't know what I'm really doing, but- Hey, I know this, I know that, and I know this. Let me put my money into that. And guess what? My money started growing. Zero education, I mind you. I have a high school education. That's it. No college, and I'm I'm bad at math. You don't learn shit in college, no way. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I didn't go. I went and still... Was- you see, most of the people that are complaining do go to college, so that doesn't say yeah. anything. Yeah. <laughs> the, the people, the very people we're talking about have attended college, and that's even more worrisome. And just so anyone who watches and listens to this, I'm not a Republican. Mm. What are you? I, I'm a Libertarian. I feel, yo, I love this. I love it. I've had like, this is the second Libertarian I've had on this damn thing. This is great. I'm finding out a lot of my friends are Libertarian too. I'm just like, since when? I feel like we've just been like in the political closet. Like you're afraid to come out. That's what it is. You, you can't. Libertarian. You can't. Like if you're not, if, if you're a person of color, you can't. And I hate that term. You yeah. can't come out as anything other than liberal or you got to play the role. Yeah. Like for all, and to be completely frank, like I said, I'm, I'm quiet on social media. I have to play the role because when I'm dealing with these companies, I'm getting review codes and other shit. I have to just be quiet, honestly, because if I'm open by my libertarian views. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, yeah. feel, I feel what you're saying. I've been. For the most part, I keep going back and forth. Like I'm quiet and then I'm not quiet. And it's this it's this struggle that I I absolutely resent the fact that people have to be quiet. Especially if you're a black content creator, this idea that you have to be quiet and you're not entitled to your own opinions just like everybody else. And you're someone that's about to have a kid, right? I find that scary to bring a child into this world and know that this person at some point is not going to be allowed to voice their opinions, have freedom of thought or anything like that because there's this really warped idea of what an acceptable 
person of color is in America. And I think that's stupid. It's mm -hmm. so stupid. So like, this is why I keep kind of going back and forth between talking and not talking. And, and it's, I feel like maybe I can give it a shot and try to voice my opinions in a way that'll get people to listen. Even if it's a people like, for me, like I notice a difference between my videos and, and videos that I see a lot of other uh, full-blown conservatives or black Republicans do is there's a lot of yelling. Like I noticed that they yell and call so, liberals so, stupid. So, go ahead. So, so that, Ooh, go ahead. Go that's, ahead. That's, that's a topic. How much time we got to dive Wait, into that? I, I, I mean, <laughs> what do you want? What do you got to say? Well, go ahead. Um, a lot of black conservatives that are on YouTube and I'm cool with a lot of y'all. I got love for y'all. Now I understand what you're doing. The, the host is real. A lot of y'all are what we call grifters. And what you're doing is, and we've seen with certain amazing folks. I love you, Lucas. Just got to keep a buck 50. Um, your political affiliation is liberal, but you saw an opportunity. And I'm talking about many black conservatives, not any one in particular, but it, it's a long con. You pretend to be a certain way. You get people behind you, you get the super chats, the donations and all this other stuff. You build up your equity and then you grift and you show your true colors. The, the yelling and all the other stuff that I'm seeing, all that, that's just from people that play the game. Mm -hmm. There's very few black conservatives that literally believe what they're saying. Um, one of them, my boy, Brandon Tatum, he's conservative through and through. Uh, Candace Owens, yeah. But she she voices she actually does something. She's actually out there vocalizing it. But she does a lot of you know, she's not very she's very well trained, I'll say that. Um but yeah, when you see a lot of them that are doing all that yelling and put downs and stuff like that, it's 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 what you would call a grifter. They're not they're playing the because there's money in it to yeah. pretend to go against the liberal mindset. It's like the whole hashtag walk away thing that right there. I saw a lot of people two years ago when that took off, they used it to platform themselves and then they grifted back to being liberal. Oh, hell no. <laughs> That's I crazy. Mean, what? Wow. what the yeah, fuck? Make, wow. Like th there's money in it though. There, it, there's it's, it's a whole con. I noticed that, yeah, because like I posted a walk away video and, I, and at the end I was just like, I talked about libertarian and I don't know if like the walk away is specific for Republican, but I look at it as just like walking away in general yeah. from that side. But uh, going back to what I said, I do notice that there is this really weird trend whenever I look at videos of people who have walked away or people who've had a political awakening. It's like it's a lot of anger. It's a lot of just like you're a libtard. You're this, you're this. And I like to think of it. I like to put myself in, in the position of someone who is being berated for something that I believe in. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to have yeah. somebody tell you that you're stupid, that you're making the wrong choice, whatever, whatever. So that's why when I do take a risk and decide to talk on a little bit of political or social issue stuff i try to be as objective as possible present information here's facts here's where you can look you come to your own conclusion this is the conclusion that i came to if you don't come to that same place okay whatever but at least i try to show you um so i'm, I'm hoping that maybe that i would love to see some type of movement of people who are uh, you know okay with freedom of thought and to think and make videos on an objective level instead of just like you're a white supremacist. You're a libtard. Blah, blah, blah. It's just like, it's not helping. You're just making people angry. Yeah. And nothing changes. So we're at an hour right now. Is there anything else we wanted to cover before we wrap this up? What do you think? Uh, that Onisan thing. 
Oh my god. And oh my god. Do you want to go? What do you do now? Okay, all right. He just he got partnered on Twitch. Okay, so but wait. (laughs) Here's the thing. Onision or Onisan has been partnered on Twitch for a while. He's been on Twitch partners for a long time, for like I think a year now. And somebody just caught wind of it and they bring it to like Twitch and they're like, oh my god, he he's a pedo. Look, look, Twitch, why would you do this? Why? Why? I and my, like, okay. I know. <laughs> Should he be if I don't I don't I don't know the full details of the whole uh Onisan thing with, with what he's done. I don't know. So I can't make judgment. I'm not gonna say yes, he is a pedo. No, he's not a pedo. I am the I am the I'm like Finland. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm just here. So but this blows my mind that people just caught wind of it and it's not bringing the Twitch's attention and it's like you know, Twitch remove him, Twitch remove him, Twitch remove him. It's just like, you guys need to understand, like, these, these people, when they're big like that, like, Jeffree Star, Jeffree Star streamed on Twitch for like one day. Logan Paul streamed on Twitch for two days. And they were all partnered and they brought in all these people. All these new viewers that they bring in help you in the end too. Because when you get rid of them, they're like, the viewers are like, oh, I'm so lost. Who do I follow now? Oh, look, let me follow this person because they seem decent. Like, it's all a business scheme. Yes, it's kind of fucked up that you're bringing in some toxic people and problematic people to the platform, but that's how business works. They bring them, new viewers, their viewers and everything, and they consume it. And then when they go offline, they're, like I said, they don't know where to go and they go watch them. Yeah. Like, Onisan, Onisan, how the fuck you say that? Onisan, Onisan. Yeah. Oni, whatever, the Oni guy. So... He's been here for a year. Why did it go under the radar for a year until somebody finally caught wind of it? Because that's COVID and people are bored. No, because you're bored because election is, I guess you got so tired of talking about election. You was like, let me just go find something else. Oh, wait, that's the guy. That guy's a pedophile. Hold on. Second of all, all, the thing with uh, uh, celebrities or whatever, big name content creators getting partnered on Twitch, they they do that for anyone that is a celebrity status so that a random person doesn't take that username and and try to, you know what I mean? So they do it just for like, not, uh, what do you you call it? Like uh, impersonating somebody. So... But if he's been partnered for a while, like I always go back. I agree with you what you said, Della, because it ultimately is going to bring more money back into the platform, whether you like the person or not. But it's like I always I always get baffled by any situation regarding like drama or scandals or stuff relating to YouTubers or celebrities. It's just like, why do you care so much? Like, why do you care so much? Your content. Look at your content. Is it good? Is it, is it any better? If Onision gets removed from the platform, is that going to make you good? No? Okay, you're doing no. it because you have a genuine, a genuine concern for individuals in the platform. Okay, cool. Go to the cops. I don't know. Go to the cops. I don't know. Do something. But like yelling online, it doesn't do shit. I, just, I just told people, like, listen, Twitch is about money. They don't give a fuck who they're getting on here they as long as they get their coin. And then they, and listen, I said it before, I said it again. Being on Twitch is like being in a fucked up job or a fucked up relationship. You hate it. You want to get out, but it's like, where am I going to go? I'm serious. How many of us stream on Twitch? Raise your hand. You know, you, you already know the count. You know how many people okay. raising their hand. All right. How many of us hate, hate it on Twitch and just like, this shit fucking sucks, but I got to get out of here. Yeah. You know what? I'm kind of over okay. it. I used to, I but used to, at yeah. the same time, you're just like, where am I going to go? Yeah. 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 Exactly. I deal with it. I mean, yeah. look, look at Ninja. Ninja was like, Twitch bad. Twitch no good. Twitch, Twitch, Twitch. And guess who you went back to after Mixer? 
church. Yeah. And everybody rejoiced, like the second coming of Jesus. Like, the fuck is going to do for you? I don't know. Um, you know, that's a whole nother conversation, but yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. So I guess we can wrap it up here and say our goodbyes. Yo, so thank you so much for coming back on. Um, tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on all platforms across the board. Twitter, Twitch, even TikTok. OnlyFans. Okay. No, I, I don't have oh, OnlyFans. Uh, you can find me on all social media platforms. Just look up Mikel Casanova. Um, catch my podcast where I mainly just do interviews with folks that are in gaming and tech and content creators and whatnot cast over podcast we went from number one hawaii to number one the pacific so i got wow no, I got no competition no. good for you <laughs> so i'm like i got people hella mad about that and i'm like they can stay mad they can stay mad congratulations yes let me support my person of color let me support him <laughs> good very good all right well my name is uh vanessa Gothics. um and y'all want to say bye? I, I, I know it's never it's anything. It's never anything. Everyone, have a good one. Bye. Don't say bye. He's so angry. All right. Oh wait. Okay. Go vote. Oh. Which you like? All righty then. Goodbye.